Hello and welcome to The Rachel Roth Show. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. And I want to share just a little bit about myself and my story and where I come from and why I started this podcast and all the things, just so you can really feel like you know me, you know my heart, and you know where I'm coming from. And and my purpose here is truly to enrich your life and serve you with this podcast. So, okay, let's get started. I am a wife. I am a mom. I'm a dog mom. I have a wonderful, full life. And I grew up in an amazing family. I'm one of four girls. I have a twin sister, an older sister, and a younger sister. So it was all girls. And my twin and I fell right in the middle. Uh, So we we always call ourselves the middle child. Look, I said ourself like we are one because we really, we, we always said we are the middle child. Um, and so our, our job growing up, our job was that we gave ourselves was to never make a fuss. Don't make a fuss, Rebecca. You know, it's like, okay, we're, we're just easy. We are go with the flow. We never want to complain. We never, we're just the middle child. We are the classic middle child. So I'm going to tell you what that did to me. And again, this is self-imposed. This was not my parents or anything like that. I have the most amazing supportive parents. Um, But what that role did to me that I gave myself, I have always been a people pleaser. And being a people pleaser and kind of falling in that middle child role of don't make a fuss, it meant that I it took a very long time for me to discover who I was because I was always watching everybody else's reactions and making sure that I didn't, that I didn't ruffle any feathers. And so by doing that, I stunted my own personal growth in the sense that I just didn't know who I was. Who is Rachel? What are the things that I like? What are the things that I want to do, right? And I was always driven. I was always high achieving. I was always competitive with myself and my sisters. <laughs> we were very, very competitive with each other growing up. But um, it took me a very long time and so to, to figure out who I was. And so because of that, I dealt with a lot of I think that I think I would call it insecurity. I dealt with a lot of insecurity because I really convinced myself that when I looked around at all these people, you know, I remember being in high school and looking at the beautiful girls that seemed so stylish that were walking down the hall and I'm like, how do they know? <laughs> How do they, are they a part of a secret club? Is there like a secret club that I don't know about? And in this secret club, they are told, here's all the cool things to do and to say and to wear. And they're just, they, somebody let them in on these secrets to being cool and confident and whatever. I convinced myself that this world existed. And so I always was just sort of a spectator 
watching people, observing their behavior, and, and trying to put it all together. Well, you know, fast forward to, you know, went to college and, and I, I traveled the world. I moved, I, I lived in New York City in college and did a ton of world travel. And that started to open my eyes to a life bigger than myself and a life outside of just, you know, this little town in Texas. I mean, it was Houston. It's a big town, but it's, you know, kind of like this, this small world that I had known. Uh, and that was a wonderful experience for me because for the first time I left my twin sister and I started to, to understand and create my own identity and who I was, but I still was so delayed in that process. Um, but along the way I was, you know, like I said, one of four girls and my mom was an amazing stay at home mom for most of our childhood. And we were in private school and for that to happen, that meant that, uh, I don't know how they did it, but somehow they did it. We were just talking about it yesterday. She said, I have no idea how we afforded to put you guys in private school, but they did. And so if there was any extras, we had to pay for it. It was, it was on you, you know, I, we will get you the basics, but if you want the fancy stuff and the jeans from Abercrombie and Fitch or whatever, you have to pay for that yourself. And so I developed a work ethic as, as a young person because I knew if I wanted something, I had to earn it and I had to get it myself. And I am so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that there was not a new car with a big red bow sitting in the driveway on my 16th birthday. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm so grateful for me that I had to earn money to pay for my own car. I had to pay for my own car insurance because it taught me from a very early age that I had to be independent. I had to be self-sufficient and it taught me some incredible life lessons. So uh, that is that's kind of my my journey leading up to college and and you know my college experience was amazing and uh, got got married had amazing children and I, I was working in corporate America for my entire career and after I had my first baby I was you know spent time at home with him after I, after I had him and I thought oh my gosh this is incredible being able to kind of call my own shots, not have my schedule dictated for me. Uh, I had always worked for somebody else and I got a little taste of what it would be like to call my own shots and have freedom in my life and power, a little bit of power over my time. <laughs> my schedule. I could spend time with who I wanted, when I wanted, where I wanted. And that, that was a really incredible feeling for me. And so after I had my first baby, when he was 18 months old, I realized that I could not do this anymore, could not go work for somebody. I, I had gone back to work at that point, And I just realized like, this is this life. I've got to, I've got to find a way out. I can't, I was devastated leaving him every day. And I just thought I can't, I've got to, there's got to be a different path here. So very much my, my style, I just dive straight into to looking for options. What are my options? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And my sister Sarah and I would call each other every day and, you know, try to bounce around business ideas and whatnot. And eventually, um, what seemed like an accident 
a, a, a business fell into my lap. And what I, what I know now was not at all an accident. And it was completely part of, part of the plan for my life. And it has changed me more than anything ever has ever. And so essentially what I do is I fell into a business where my job is to coach women on how to create a life and an income from home. And that's what I do. I teach other women to do what I was desperate to do. Um, And on this journey, it has changed me so fundamentally as a person. I still have the same belief systems. I still have the same core of who I am. But I have changed so much because of the stories that I've heard, the people that I've met, the books that I've read, and how these things have molded me. And so what I what I have realized along the way is that I am obsessed with getting better. Obsessed. I have an obsession for my family. My 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 key phrase that I say way too much is I've cracked the code. I've cracked the code to something new, right? I'm always trying to figure out how can I be better at this and fill in the blank. It does not matter what it is. I want to learn how to be better at it than I am right now. And so what that obsession with growing has done for me is that it has forced me to look at other people who are doing something better than me and learn from them. And that process has been so humbling, empowering, inspirational, uh, uh, life-altering. The more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Also, the more I learn, the more empathetic I become. I am calmer than I've ever been. I am more confident than I've ever been. It's almost like I can remove myself, remove, like, like look at myself from the outside, looking at me, and I can see the changes happening almost real time. And it has been such an incredible process of watching my own heart, mind, spirit mature and develop through this process. And really it's been through a lot of failure and it's been through a lot of humbling experiences and putting myself out there willing to fail along the way. I I was able to build a very, very successful, you know, seven figure uh, income from this from this journey. And I that seems crazy to say out loud, but my heart has always been to teach women and people. It's just primarily women that I reach, but it, it to teach women how to bridge that gap and how to figure out how to get your power back. I see so many women who feel powerless. They feel insecure. They feel uncertain about what their next move should be. And they feel powerless in the sense that they are relying upon their circumstances to sort of dictate their future. But what I see, that's how they feel. But when I look at you, 
What I see is I see a unique set of skills, a unique story, something so special that nobody else has, people that you can reach that nobody else can, right? I see all of these special things about you and I want you, I want to help you realize those unique, that unique set of skills and those unique characteristics that are only created in you. God broke the mold. Like he made you and there's not another you in the entire world. And there never has been and there never will be. And that means that you are here for a purpose. My friend Dana always says, uh, nobody came here to just hang out. Nobody showed up on earth. Nobody just was born to just hang out. Everybody has a purpose. Now, I think a lot of people live their entire life without realizing and fulfilling that purpose. And that devastates me. But if you are listening to this podcast, I have a feeling that you are one of the people that is searching and seeking to figure out what are your passions? What is your purpose? What, what is unique about you that will help you fulfill that purpose? Um, one of the biggest things that I realized along the way is that learning from people and experiences that they have had has been the biggest gift. By, by just being singularly focused on what I know and what my worldview is, that is a very egotistical stance to take. <laughs> that is saying, that's saying, I think that I know best. I think my perspective has to be the correct one. And I think everybody sees the world through my eyes, through the same set of eyes that I do, right? I was not intentionally thinking that, but by not learning from others and, and actively seeking out books podcasts, like all the things where you can learn other people's life experiences and other people's wisdom and knowledge. By not seeking those things out, I was taking a very egocentric position in life and saying, I'm going to just rely on my own knowledge. <laughs> and guess what? There's a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me. And so it has been such an important lesson for me along the way because it it has humbled me more than anything else. And so what what I want to do on this on this podcast for you is I want to bring you some of the most incredible stories that I've ever heard. And some of the people are famous. Some of the people could be your next door neighbor. You are just going to hear a, a variety of stories, and we always are going to talk about failure along the way. We're going to talk about overcoming obstacles and picking yourself up when everything seems like it's lost. You are confused. You don't know what's next, right? But if you can learn from these people, you are going to be able to take on a much more empathetic worldview. You're going to be able to connect with people better. You can put yourself in other people's shoes so much more easily. You don't have to experience the hardship in somebody else's life to learn the lessons. 
you don't have to experience it yourself to learn the lessons that they've learned because you're learning it from them and their experiences. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather, much rather learn from somebody else's experience than have to experience the hardship on my own. <laughs> that, that sounds way more appealing to me for sure. Um, the other the other biggest lesson that I have learned along this, uh, on this journey, on this, this chapter of my life, being an entrepreneur, serving other people, pouring into other people's lives is that there's, there's a saying, and my husband and I heard it a long time ago, and it's one of our favorite, favorite things. Draw a circle around yourself and fix what is inside the circle. Um, there is a lot of pain and fear and anger and finger pointing in this world. And if everybody would stop and draw a circle around themselves and say, you know what? <clears throat> I want to focus on becoming the best version of myself, understanding what my passion is, what my purpose is, and using that passion, purpose, skill set to serve others. This does not mean that you need to like give away your car and donate your life savings. This is not what I'm saying, but I'm saying little actions every single day to serve other people and taking the focus off of yourself in the sense that you're 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 thinking about how you can improve other people's lives. Keeping the focus on yourself in the sense that you're going to draw a circle around yourself and you are going to fix what's inside the circle. You know, if it, listen, this comes down to uh, parenting issues. This comes, this can be applied to marital issues. This can be applied to job struggles. I cannot tell you how many people there's Rob, Robin Sharma wrote a book and um, I'm trying to remember the name of, I've read so many of his books, but, but the, he, he talks about this maid. She's a maid at a hotel. And she has decided to be the best maid that has ever been. She's just going to be the best at her job. And he's like, in this book, you know, the character's like, yeah, but you're like a housekeeper. Like, this isn't like a fancy job. I mean, you know, but that's not the point. The point is being the best at what it is that you're doing and deciding that you're going to take passion and pride in what it is that you are here to do. Is that to be the best mom on the planet? Is that to be the best wife? Is it to be a caretaker to your aging parents? Like, I don't know what your role is, but you can thrive in that role and you can be notable and you can leave a legacy behind because of how you treat your purpose and your passion in this life. Um, I heard a podcast actually just this morning that my amazing friend Amanda Fisher sent me, and there she. Uh, so uh, it's it's called Made for More, and Jenny Allen is interviewing a man named Jamie Winship, and he's talking about his his path, you know, and his his life story, and it is fascinating. It was amazing, but what really struck me from this podcast was he said, "You're calling." is your doing, is doing, sorry, your calling is doing, your identity is being. So being something is your identity. Doing something is your calling. 
But here's what he said. Being always comes before doing. We have to figure out who we are in order to fulfill what we are supposed to do in this world. And so if you think about that and you think about, okay, do you really know who you are and why you were put here at this time, in this year, at this moment of world history? Do you really know why you're here? Because here's, here's, I have some breaking news for you. You were put here for a purpose. You were not put here as a placeholder. You're not like an extra in a movie that's just part of the crowd. You are the main character in this movie. You're the main character. Is the main character going to blend in with the crowd? No. The main character knows who they are and what their purpose is. And I want to help you figure that out for yourself. And we're going to do that through, listen, my... I, I'll, I will occasionally insert knowledge and, and things that I've learned along the way. But what I really want to do is I want to uncover this for you through other people's stories. Because the more that you hear from other people, the more that you dive in and you, you kind of study what their life experience was and how they handled it and all that, you're going to apply it back to yourself and you're going to think about, okay, how would I handle that? What would I do in that situation? And you're going to start to learn these lessons because you're going to visualize yourself in their shoes. And so this is, that is the purpose. This is not at all about feminism. I see so many women who feel lost and I, I, this is not about any of that. This is not about feminism and women rule the world. I think that there's a place for men and women in this world. I, I do. And so this is not about that. This is not uh, about that at all. This is about you embracing who you are and finding strength, confidence, and power in that, in that identity of being. Who are you? If they described you, if, if you asked, if, if I went right now and I asked 10 of your friends, five of your friends, and I said, okay, I want you to describe her. Tell me all about her. Who is she? What is her purpose in this world? What does she do? What would they say about you? Would they have, would they have a clear vision of who you are. I'm going to be real honest. For many, many years, I allowed myself to be an extra in the movie. And that was my life, the movie of my life. I was just an extra. And I just was like a placeholder. Um, and I allowed myself to just blend in with the crowd. And I've never been more grateful for anything in my life outside of my, my children, my amazing family, my um, incredible husband. Outside of those things that I'm so grateful for, I'm so grateful for the realization that I have one life to live, that I am the main character in my life. And when it's over, or 
during, in the middle of the movie, in the middle of my life, do my people who are closest to me, do they describe me the way I want them to describe me? And on a daily basis, I have to remind myself of this. I have to check in every single day to remind myself of this and say, who am I going to be today? Who am I serving today? Is this about me or is this about other people? Is this for a greater purpose outside myself? Because I'm a blip on the radar. And if I get to the end of my life and I've done nothing noteworthy, that's on me. That is my fault because I've been given all the tools, all the talent, all the gifts, all the things that I need to go do something noteworthy and special. And the way you do that is through impacting other people. And so listen, I am never going to be the most talented person in the room. I'm never going to be the most beautiful. I'm never going to be the funniest. I'm a terrible dancer. I There's all sorts of things that I do wrong every single day. I am not the best. But what, at anything, at anything, I promise you, at anything, I'm not the best. What I can tell you from the bottom of my heart is that I have a desire to get better and to serve and impact other people's lives in a positive way. And that's it. That's it. And it, it, is, it runs so deep in me that I cannot help myself but to try to get it out there to other people, to help them have the same realization in their life, whatever it is about you that is special. Um, and I just know too many amazing people not to interview them and bring their story to you so that you can hear it and be positively impacted by them. So thank you so much for being on this journey with me for, listen, I'm going to, I'm, I've never, I've, I've never successfully done a podcast by myself. I've never, I've never, I've never done this. So this is going to be learning for me along the way. I am going to fail forward and I, I can tell you, not everything, I'm not going to hit it out of the park. I'm going to have lots of screw-ups and mistakes, but you can rest assured that my heart is always in the right place and it is always to bring you value and wisdom and knowledge from people who are remarkable. So I cannot wait to see where this goes. <laughs> this is really fun and uh, I, it, it fills me with butterflies. I have butterflies in my stomach right now, just thinking about what this is going to look like. Um, but that is, that's my heart and that's where, that's where everything is coming from. So thank you for being on this journey with me and we'll see, we'll see how this goes and the amazing things that we are going to learn together. I can't wait. If this episode resonated with you today, please share it with at least two people you think would love it too. Keep up with the show at The Rachel Roth Show on Instagram and TikTok and keep up with me at Rachel underscore R underscore Roth on Instagram and TikTok. Don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I know it sounds silly, but it really does make a huge difference and it allows this content to get in front of more people. I can't wait to see you again.